Hello. Welcome to the podcast. Um, sorry, I'm about to order real quick, so there would be a quick pause here. Okay. I'm back. Uh, sorry, I, um, uh, let's see. Many times, uh, it's not all the time, but many times I'm buying things for my family, for food, uh, when I'm not trying to cook. I don't cook a whole lot. I just, uh, I'm struggling with time, uh, to do that. I know that's an excuse, so sorry about that, ladies who, uh, can go work all day and then come home and cook. I don't know how you do it. It's hard for me. I'm barely functioning at the end of the day. Um, <clears throat> It's unwise to eat out as much as I probably do, yeah, but I don't have many vices, thank the Lord. Um, so, anyways, that, that's the excuse making. I apologize for that, uh, but I'm being honest to you. Uh, let's see. Uh, just today, um, I wanted to, and like I woke up wanting to say something this morning, uh, and uh, I just know that this won't last forever. It just won't. Uh, it won't be. In fact, I'm thinking about taking down the website because uh, I'm not writing anything, and I'm just going to podcast. And I found a way to podcast and put it up at places if you want to hear it. Uh, if you don't, I mean, like, I'm promoting myself as much as I can possibly can, which is tough for me. It really is. I know people don't think so, but it is. Because uh, I'm not trying to make money off this. It's not my career. You can hold on a second. I'm going to pay real quick. Okay. Um, yeah, so let's see. Oh, this is today's title would be Things Left Unsaid. Uh, and uh, it kind of popped up. And like uh, the reason why I think you should listen to preachers, um, obviously they're called to do that. Hopefully. Please, Lord, let them be called to that, the people that you listen to. Check them out. Make sure they're talking about the word, the the true scripture. Um, and you know, guard your heart against people who don't tell the truth. Just beware. Uh, anyways, uh, so I, I kind of promoted some people that I know that are preachers this weekend when I did, and and uh, I also was felt like I need to promote this artist that I know in Tuscaloosa. His name's Eric Nub, and I think it's in you. I think it's N-U-B-B-E-A-R-T on Instagram if you want to find him. And my guess is, being starving artist, I'm sure he is, uh, you could buy something from him. Uh, I actually own a painting because he gave it to me. <laughs> uh, I'm not a connoisseur of the art, um, but I'm a fan of artists. And I'm a fan of Eric uh, and his podcast, I mean, let me not podcast, on my podcast, that's the reason why I'm saying it there again, he doesn't know I'm promoting him, you know, and he doesn't agree with anything I say either, you know, so there, uh, that's my disclaimer for you, um, so the things left unsaid, uh, and uh, so I tried to uh, look it up, uh, which is interesting that there's controversy about it, which I love, I love stuff like this, um, how many, this is what I typed into Google, to the Googler, um, how many words of Jesus are recorded in the Bible? Uh, and the guy says, this is 10 years ago, by the way, which that, that lets you know how many times people have thought this wrong, by the way. Not many. Uh, uh, how many, yeah, there we go. I have only found two sources, one claiming 126 words, and the other is 2,024 words. That seems remarkably few words actually ascribed to Jesus in a book of over 800,000 words. That's the Bible, I'm guessing. Does anyone here know the actual number? Um, and here's some, just some uh, info out there, and you have to check it on your own. Um, of Bibles distributed only in the U.S. per day, 168,000. I think that's 168,000. Of predictions in the Bible, 8,000. Of commands, 6,468. Of promises, 1,260. Um, and then of unfilled prophecy, 3140. And I'm guessing that's all Bible stuff, by the way. That's what I think that is. Uh, this is a, the response of somebody who, to the, uh, how many words are in the Bible? 
after some thought, I think I have an idea about why there are two numbers you see so far off. A lot of times things that Jesus said are recorded several times. For example, compare the Sermon on the Mount in Matthew 6, 5 through 7 with the Sermon on the Sermon on the Mount, and then in Luke chapter 6, they obviously share a lot of content, but the working, the wording is different. So the larger number is probably double counting a lot of Jesus' words because a lot of Jesus' sayings appear in multiple Gospels. Um, you know, and uh, it's eyewitnesses accounts. And it's inspired by God, too. That's what I believe the scripture is. Uh, and you can read what else they've, those people put up. But um, I, I wanted to give you just a couple of things that I think are last words by Jesus. Um, and, of course, I, I haven't, I'm not a historian. Uh, this is just a theory. Um, so trust it as you will. Sorry, I'm trying to turn through the old B-Blay, uh, which, by the way, was given to me by Carly and uh, Katie, lovely ladies. Uh, I'm not a big getting gifts person now, and, you know, that's one of those things that changes as you get older, I think. Uh, you know, now at Christmas time, and my brother's a good gift giver, by the way, uh, <clears throat> my mom gets more gifts than anybody, and my stepdad did, too, there for a while while he was... And he's hard to get for. I mean, hard. Because he's like, I think like many men, in that if we want it, we'll go buy it now, if we have the money. you get better at giving as you get older uh, and you don't want as many gifts uh, like when you're a kid you want a million or you want the boxes you know whichever one comes first I don't know I don't have gifts and uh, let's see sorry I'm waiting on the food uh, and like uh, you know the people that you love you know the things that they like and you should go out of your way to get things for them. Uh, I just think that, I think that's, you know, a way of love and people. Uh, I like that the guy said some of the things Jesus did. Thank you, dear. Thank you. Hope you have a good day. Some of those things. Uh, and I, I, let, let me just say this, because uh, it still bothers me. It, it bothers me to my core. There's a politician uh, it's a couple weeks ago now, uh, and he's from California. Uh, not not uh, that people from California. Now I'm not saying anything about people from California. I'm saying this representative is from California, and he's from the party I vote against. Just FYI. Uh, and if he was from my party, I'd be mad at him too. Anybody, anybody who said this, I'll be mad. And here's why: it's a sneaky lie. Uh, while it's true that Jesus doesn't call out this sin. That sin, which it is, it's a sin. Uh, I'm sorry to people who love that sin, who thinks it makes them the truer self of their self. I'm sorry to you. Um, I'm still for you. I hope you come to church. But I don't think you should lead people at church because you're in open sin. It's sin. Um, and I, I hate it. You know what I'm saying? Like... Um, Sin is sin, and sin equals death. And see what that person is trying to defend. He's trying to defend sin. And uh, he's telling a lie, but it's not like a lie of what the exact words that he said. It's the intent of that. Um, that's my opinion, okay? He says that, Je let me tell you what Jesus says about this. And he's talking about a sin. It's sin. I don't care what anybody says. Uh, I know you can't debate me on it because you call me a hater. I get that. Um, I'm still for you. 
And here's the thing, I still love you. I just can't go with you on what you're doing. Because it would be wrong for me to do that for you. And I'm telling you right now, you couldn't go with me on my sin either. On the sin that I keep on doing, when I keep on doing it. When I just confess it and don't repent. It's sin. It's open sin. Um, and I'm just going to let you know, I've never been in leadership in that sin. Any sin. Well, some sin, probably. Uh, you're going to sin. Uh, and if I've been in open sin, I've resigned or something happened that pushed me out or I screwed it all up. Uh, you know, I'm a screw up. Uh, you may not have caught that. Um, I know that people are waiting for Christians to fail so they can try to deny Christianity. You can't do that with Jesus. See, he's not like us. He's perfect all the way. He died on a cross. He rose again. You can't argue with Jesus. You just can't. I mean, like, they're still trying to cause controversy around Jesus. I mean, you know, people are still searching for the shroud of Taran, which they call it, the thing that his body was uh, wrapped in, because they think that there's an imprint that happened of his face and his body than when he supernaturally came back to life. Um, so, ever how many words there are, he didn't leave things unsaid. Now you might say, well, why didn't he call out that sin? He didn't go around calling out sins. I don't know if you catch that. He says, I came for the sinners. I came for the sick. I came for them. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish. And I forget 17 sometimes. I didn't memorize it that way. I know if I'd memorized the whole chapter, I would have got it. I apologize for those chapter memorizers. And there are people who can memorize. I'm sorry, I'm trying to turn and look. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through him. That's what he came for. Whoever believes in him is not condemned, but whoever does not believe is condemned already. Because he has not believed in the name of the only son of God, who's Jesus. 16, 17, and 18. Uh, so, uh, Jesus didn't call out every sin. He doesn't, and on the Sermon on the Mount, he doesn't just list sins. He said, blessed are the poor in spirit, for they shall see God. Uh, the needy, the uh, sick, uh, the infirm, the diseased. He came for the lost. And where you're at right now, if you're lost, he's your hope. He's the only hope there is in this world. There's nothing else. I'm wearing a shirt today, which I love, and it may be puts people off, and I hate it if, I, if it does, because I think it's funny. I didn't put my church's name on it because I, just in case I'm off on this. Um, there's a church in Tuscaloosa, and it, I used to drive this back way out of Tuscaloosa, uh, up there by Greensboro, whatever. Uh, the storm hit bad up there, by the way. Uh, and there's this uh, Latin church, and it's called Jesus S.L. Camino. So I had to find out what that meant. And what I think it means, and what I've placed my shirt on, is 
Jesus is the way. Um, John 14, 6. He, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Nobody comes to the Father except by me. That's Jesus' words. You all know some words. He didn't leave anything unsaid. Um, he just didn't. <laughs> Which I love. I mean, you know, you got to love. you got to love the things about Jesus, by the way. I mean, you don't have to, but I do. For if you if you don't want to believe in him, he's a rock of offense. I get that. Uh, and I, I'll give you this illustration of how he's a rock of offense to people. Um, the, I was with my friend Carrie at the beach, uh, which is crazy. Um, and uh, I'm not going to share his business. I almost shared his business. Sorry. But I'm at the beach with Carrie. Uh, and he likes to build or he at this time he likes to build these 3d kind of crosses out of sand and they're huge uh, and they look cool by the way and uh, uh, this guy and his son walk up and they want to help you know they think it's kind of cool um, and when he sees when the dad sees that it's a cross he stops Okay, you don't know this, but that was a huge long call. Sorry about that. Uh, it happens, by the way, to the best of us uh, who do podcasting the way I do it. Um, there, I, and I'm not sitting. I, I, sometimes I'm in my room. Today, I, I was at the walking track. Or I was, no, I was driving. I don't know, somewhere in there. Whoa. Oh, excuse me. So sorry. <laughs> That's the olden days one. Sorry about that. That's for Andy right there. Only Andy makes one of the laughs that I have, maybe. <coughs> And he don't listen, so it doesn't matter. Uh, um, I'm trying to go back through, see where I left off. I apologize. This isn't scripted. Um, <coughs> we'll just start from where I'm at in my head. Sorry. Uh, uh, things left unsaid. <coughs> don't do it. Uh, and all the things about Jesus. Sorry, I, I got to get a drink. Uh, I, I'm not feeling well this morning for some reason. Uh, when I was walking, uh, it became really hard. I started feeling really sick. Um, <coughs> so I was trying to rush home to uh, check my blood sugar because uh, if you're like me and have diabetes, uh, you understand this. Uh, that uh, almost everything's diabetes. <laughs> You'll come in and say my leg hurts, and they're like, it's because of diabetes. Uh, I'm not making fun of my doctor because he's excellent. <clears throat> and it's not really him. It's before I started going to him. Um, I, I didn't care if I had a virus. They'd say it's staying longer because you have diabetes. And my immune system doesn't heal fast. And, and I think that's why I like COVID. I shouldn't talk about COVID. I know I shouldn't, but because um, it's political, obviously. Yeah. I'll sit in it off. Anyways, um, one thing they didn't warn people about, they said people who have uh, pre-bad conditions, which I'm one of those people because I have diabetes, um, that you should get the shot uh, or the vaccine because you could die. And, you know, they say 300 people are still dying of it a day. I, I don't know those figures. Um, I, I honestly can't trust the government on stuff like that because the government will lie about things. I hate to say it. I know people are lovers of the government and that whole thing, your whole belief system is based on government. I just don't believe in government. Um, I vote. Uh, I believe in America. I believe in freedom. Uh, I believe you need government. But I don't think you always get good government. That's just my opinion. Uh, I, the other side believes things that I don't believe. And people on my side are trying to make money, too. Because they're taking money from the Chamber of Commerce. So it's a mixed bag. They don't really want to help people. Um, if they did, they would free people up. Sorry, I, I, I know it jumps in a lot, but it's a part of life. If, you're, if your eyes are open to life, um, politics is in life. And I'll give you Jesus' take on politics. 
give to Caesar what's Caesar's, give to God what's God's. That's what he said. He's saying pay your taxes, you know, uh, do what the government says. Uh, he's saying do that. Uh, and I love this story that Jim Bush used to say at the centrifuge back a long time ago and you can't hear Jim he's passed away uh, uh, and you know he believed the total other side of life I'm on one side he believed the total other side but I was friends with him and he was friends with me and back then uh, in the 80s early 90s uh, people could be on opposite sides and still talk see that can't happen now and I'm just blaming the other side because after Ronald Reagan in America, they decided they never were going to let anybody think that a Republican is a good person. And I just said the side that I'm on. I apologize. I know that makes some of you hate me. And I'm not trying to be political, but I'm trying to be honest with you. Um, so from that moment on, the media and that side you have to own your side if you believe it. I own my side, I believe it. But I'm saying this to you from me. It's just me, it's my opinion. Um, that they have to destroy the people on the other side. They have to make you seem like a hater or crazy or stupid or too old or not educated enough or you don't have teeth or your hair's balding. Those things are all true for me, by the way. Bad teeth, my hair's balding, uneducated. Um, so you don't have to listen to me. You don't. Um, my guess is that some of you should. Um, and you can call me a hater if you want to, uh, but I'm not. I'm a lover. And the reason why I will say things is because I love God and I believe he is the way, that he's the only way. And if it falls into something that you want to do, and you know somebody like me and the Bible calls it sin, just deal with it. I'm sorry for you. Um, I can't do things that I want to do because it's sin. Now, I still have stumbled into those things, and I still have done those things. Some of them, I don't, you know. I haven't done every sin. Thank the Lord. Um, so, you might say, well, why does all this come up in something where you're saying, don't leave things unsaid? Well, see, look, uh, it's a man thing, and I, I can't speak to ladies' things in this. I apologize. I'm not a lady. Um, but, there's this man thing where you got to do things the man way. And I think all men are different. Uh, and I used to love this thing that this church in town had different to make a difference. That's why we're different. Uh, and we're all different. We all have separate fingerprints. So we all deserve the right to be the kind of man that you want to be or you think God's calling you to be. That's what I was talking about yesterday. Um, there's these two guys that are on the radio, and they're funny, and they're good, and we line up more politically than, than I do with some other hosts maybe out there. Um, and they make fun of each other, and they know they're kidding with each other. Um, but they're hard on each other in my head about making fun of. Uh, and that's just my opinion. But see, I give them that right. For me, it's sin if I made fun of people like that. Uh, and I even, like, I called myself on the carpet last night to say, ask my brother if when I'm making fun with him, do I hurt his feelings? Because... We've always done it, but I started, when I was cutting the grass yesterday, I was thinking, um, I threw that cutting the grass thing in, I'll tell you why in a second. Uh, uh, I was thinking, um, you know, my brother might need me to be the best minister to
to him that I am to everybody else. Um, sometimes he probably doesn't get as much grace as I give to everybody else because I'm so close to him. And when you're close to people, you're comfortable with them and you're comfortable with saying everything. And that everything that you say isn't always helpful. Sometimes it's mean. And like, you know, just like me, I say things to my mom and I counsel my mom about things uh, and I tell her she's being too harsh. Um, the reason why we're harsh with our family is because we're comfortable. And that's all in the book, in my head. I don't know if it comes across on the page, but that whole comfortable thing is dangerous. I'm just saying that to you. Um, anyways, uh, and the reason why I wrote the book is that it's my response to 1 Peter 1, 16. Yes, I'm reading it off my wrist. Um, and it comes out of another book that I was reading that I kind of got stuck on for a couple of years. Uh, Pursuit of Holiness by Jerry Bridges. Apparently he's passed away and he wrote other books. I haven't read his other books. Um, and somebody put that book in my hand a long time ago. It was Saints. And then I got it back and I read it. I sort of scammed it. Before, scammed it. Scanned it, sorry. Uh, I sort of scanned it when I was young. And then uh, I just hit on it and it it messed me up. Uh, and because it exposed this thing about me that I was doing. And it was a clear doing thing that I needed to be exposed by God. And that book helped. Uh, it's this. And I say it. Um, I learned in church to confess my sins because I want to make things right between me and God. But what I wasn't doing is repenting. And repenting is turning away to stop, to not do that anymore. Uh, sin can become addictions. And addictions become something that you do every day and can't stop. And uh, see that whole... I want to be my true self. You can live in sin and think that's you being your true self. And I say, God bless you. Bless your heart. Uh, that's what we say in the South. I say, go for it if that's what you want. I'm just warning you that it's not going to turn out good for you to get what you want. Um, and it, it may not be in this world where you find out. It may be in the next. So live it up, I guess. If that's what you want to do, then live it up. Be the best at it. Throw a parade and walk down the street and tell everybody that you're this. Um, it's, I, I'm not going to participate with you about it. I will love you. You're welcome in my church, in my house. I just don't believe what you're believing is the same thing. It, it's like we're on the different sides of the argument, and you're on one side and I'm on the other. We're not going to agree. I give you the grace to go live it however you want to. Just give me the grace that I can have my own opinion about it. I don't have to share it with you. I'm not sharing it with you now. I'm just telling you it's not good for you. That's the reason why I'm not for it. Um, I could be a gambler. Um, and I have this thing where I get addicted to things. Um, I call it addictive personalities, uh, The you know, counselor people that I know don't say that that's a thing. I think it is personally. Um, it's the reason why I don't drink. I don't drink because I would get addicted to it. Um, and I'm going to say something that people aren't going to believe. They're just not. And I believe it. And I, I know I'm being controversial right now, whatever just because I'm being honest with you about what I believe. 
I believe as a believer <laughs> that you can drink alcohol. Not to excess. I don't think you can be a drunkard. But I think you can drink alcohol and love God. Now, many places in the church, they say no. Many. Many friends of mine say no. Probably scholars say no. Here's why I say yes. I think people can do it and it not be sin. Now, that's not true for sex outside of marriage. And sex things that you do. Um, and for those people who want to say they're living their true self when they're living in something I call sin, I get it. Because I want to please myself the same as everybody else does. Because sin falls into pleasure for me most of the time. And you may not think so. But even something like lying or gossip, uh, you take pleasure in it. It puts that thing in your head, that endorphins or whatever they call it, that like for me when I eat chocolate you know it, it's like it sends a soothing thing down your back um, and I hate it I hate it for you I hate it for me I want to be able to do some things it's just not right and it's not good for me and you know the sex thing I'm single. I'm 53. God has not taken away the desire from me. You know, I still want to get married. But I don't know if that's going to happen. So I have to live with that. And it goes back to this simple thing of, do I trust God with my life? And that's a question for you, you know, do you trust him with your life when you don't get what you want? Um, and I know he gives you the desires of your hearts, and I believe he does that. I also believe that there are things you don't get sometimes. I just do. And you might be sitting there, if you're listening to me, you might be rooting for me to find that one day. I hope so. I don't have many friends who root for me in it. <laughs> uh, I realized the other day, I was telling the guys at work, I don't even have people trying to fix me up. Because I'm, I'm not a good catch. I don't have lots of pluses. That's what the guy at work says, that he, you need to look for a lady that has pluses. And here's some of the pluses, ladies. Uh, just FYI from an older dude. Uh, uh, do you make good money? <laughs> um, do you have insurance? Uh, do you have a good pension? Uh, do you own your own house? I don't know any of that, all that stuff. So, uh, I don't understand love. I don't. I don't understand marriage. Uh, I haven't done it. Um, I don't preach on it. I don't speak on it. Uh, I do think you're partners in life together, equal partners. And uh, men should love women like Jesus loved the church. And ladies should love husbands the same. That That's my caveat. And I, I personally believe you shouldn't go to bed angry. Uh, I think you should settle it. Uh, some people say that's not true. I can't speak to that. There again, I'm not married. Um, I have seen cool married couples. Uh, I've observed them just a little bit. Uh, I'm jealous of them, in all honesty. Uh, so, and I'm thankful too. I, I I could be the thing I could be a narcissist on the most is um, seeing people get what I want. Like weddings are hard for me because uh, they get it and I don't. That's just me being honest. And it's not that I'm not happy for them, which makes me not an all the way narcissist. I think. Uh, it's that I may not get it. And you know, 
I'm a little heartbroken by that. But I'm okay because I get Jesus. Yes, those people get Jesus too. Um, but he's what I get. And if he's what I get and that's all I get, he's enough. So you have to come to that place where you believe that if you're going to make it and be sane in this world. Uh, I'm not a successful single person. Andy, my friend Andy, was an excellent single person. He did the vacation thing he well. He traveled well. He's a good friend to people. Um, he, I mean, his mom helped him make his house, which I know some women probably wouldn't uh, say that his house was nice, but in my head, I could see the touches from his mom. Uh, I never met his mom. Uh, she passed away, uh, sadly. Uh, but you know, like he's a good friend of mine, and he was way more successful at being single than I have ever been. And now God has brought him his wife, and they have two children, and they have one coming. Uh, and it seems like everything's going well with that, so I'm thankful for them and for that, for them. Uh, so, and just like what I'm saying, what I'm saying to you, I'm practicing. Um, and if you have gotten a text from me lately, or a letter, or uh, call, whatever, it's because I'm trying not to leave things unsaid. And it's not because I think I'm about to die or anything. That could happen anyways. And that's the reason why you should always not leave things unsaid is because nobody knows what's coming tomorrow. We're not promised tomorrow. We make plans for tomorrow, but we're not promised. Um, that's why every day is a new chance for you to be forgiven, for you to start over again. If you're stuck in a sin spiral, this new day is a new chance for you. That's why I like the rain. The rain is a cleansing thing. Um, I hate driving in the rain. But I like it. I like rainy days because it reminds me that I get a new chance. I get washed again. Um, and that's why um, people groups haven't, who haven't heard the scripture in their language or haven't uh, been preached to yet, they still have creation that shows God. Um, in six days, he made the earth. I believe that. He's been gone all this time making heaven. So somebody famous, I guess, a singer or somebody said, so we live in a garbage can compared to what heaven's like. Um, And, you know, Jesus is, he's it. He's it in heaven. And he left that to come and be a man, to die for our sins and be rose again. He came from heaven to earth to show us the way, as the old uh, praise song says. Um, don't leave things unsaid. Uh, I was going to give you a little Jesus. Uh, what I think is the last thing he said, in my opinion, it may not be. It's once again, it's my opinion. Uh, I, I stress that because, uh, you know, you should check me out. Uh, you should test what I say by the scripture because I think that's the authority. I know you've been waiting for the scripture. I promised it like 20 hours ago. Um, sorry about that uh, and, and either this is the last thing he said or uh, maybe Acts 1-8 maybe and I'll read both to you this is Matthew 28 19-20 um, it's oh wait I won't uh, there we go I want NIV I, I mean I could go ESV I know people like ESV uh, I, I read ESV. That Bible that Katie and uh, Carly gave me is ESV. That's what Safe Haven reads. That's what they use when they preach. Um, so I, I use ESV. I, 
I'm not a big hawker on this one's better than that one. Uh, I like to memorize, which I'm still struggling with doing uh, in NIV because it, it, it's very more easy sayable um, to me than ESV is. ESV has kind of got this clunk in it about the wording, and that may be because of translation or whatever. And I, you know, it's the same reason why I don't like memorizing passages is that I don't like memorizing greetings. Uh, it's still scripture. I just don't like memorizing them. So I got hooked up, hunked up on Philippians when uh, Andy tried to get me to memorize the whole chapter with him. Uh, I got side. I'm just not good. At, I'm already not good at it. So when he asked me, I told him I couldn't do it. Uh, and I haven't still. And I haven't memorized very much since then. Um, Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Sorry, it, I don't want to. That's not in the name of the. Come on, quit. Dang, okay, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. And teaching them to do, to obey everything I have commanded you. Surely I am with you always to the end of the very age. Uh, and I heard this guy that was a young preacher, uh, who I heard's not preaching now, which I hate. Uh, but I'm gonna tell you that job's a hard job, by the way. Just that, it's just FYI, it's a hard job. I respect people who pastor. Uh, difficult. Uh, and then when you're on staff with them, you think their job isn't difficult. <laughs> Um, you think you got it worse because uh, you ain't making no money. That's the that's the that's the us and those are the thems. That's the that's the way you feel when you're in that situation. By the way, because uh, they don't pay the youth guy or the youth assistant um, or college guy or missions guy the same thing they pay the pastor. Now there again, I, I'm not against that. Uh, especially if they have kids, I think they should get more money. Uh, but that whole business of lots and lots of money, lots and lots of power, um, not paying insurance on house or car, God bless them. They better be doing right with it. That's what I got to say. Anyways, uh, teaching them, boy, everything I commanded you, and surely I am with you to the end of the age. So here's the thing you're supposed to do as believers. Um, go. As you are going, tell about Jesus. That's what I do. That's that's the whole point of the podcast, to encourage people, tell people about Jesus, make him famous, not me famous. And I love this. When you type into to the Googler, uh, you don't get it. Wally Mack is some artist. Uh, and, you know, I made up Wally Mack. It's only two parts of my name. It's still not my real name. You know, I have a a name that my mom gave me, and then I have a nickname that I got when I was in seventh or eighth grade uh, because I was going by Michael Wallace uh, until 12. Uh, so from zero to 12, I was called, well, I, I can't, there's 17 months my dad was, and my mom were together. Uh, so I guess I went by Michael Macaluso then. Um, So then after that, then uh, Stan came, and my mom and him got married, and I became Michael Wallace, so till 12. Um, so this guy that I know that was, this is only for people who are my age and grew up with us, uh, Sid Holcomb gave me the nickname Wally, uh, which is a southern thing, by the way, which I like about the south is the whole nickname thing. Uh, I like being called Wally because it's a nickname. <laughs> I like that. Uh, my mom wishes I'd be called Michael. Uh, that's my bill paying name. That's my government name. Uh, whatever, you know. And I made the Wally Mack thing a way to just be more private um, when I decided to put it on the book. Uh, it's because I'm not trying to be famous. I don't, I don't care about people knowing my name. 
Um, so w- when you type in uh, the podcast for screw ups, it comes up where you can get me some in Apple, which I love. I, I want to be an Apple, by the way. I, I like Apple. I do. Uh, they don't like me, I'm sure, because they don't believe the same things I believe. Uh, but I think they do good things. I just do. I'm not saying they're a great company. I don't know anything about them. They're very wealthy. Uh, they're not endorsing me to say anything about them, obviously. <laughs> uh, I'm on a 6+, plus, just FYI. Uh, and, uh, you know, they're trying to make me buy a new phone, which I don't want to. Anyways, um, so last words, uh, saying what you need to say, don't leave it unsaid. Uh, I was going to give you a little Acts 1-8. Yeah. Uh, this is uh, at 1, 8, and 9. Uh, but you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, uh, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, in Judea, in Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. Um, this is the answer to that question that it, it almost became an argument at work yesterday, Friday, uh, today, Sunday. Um, and... I'm going to say this again, and I don't think people like this. Uh, and they don't like seeing me being this way. Um, you have to watch out for people who want to bully you. And I call it big bossing you. They want to cuss at you. They want to talk over you. Or they want to talk down to you. You can take it if you want to. And I do take it a lot. Until it offends me. And when it offends me, I feel like I have to stand up for myself. And I'm tired of hearing that person say what they're saying. Um, I don't like slurs that people say about other races. I don't use them. I don't say them. And I confront people, especially if they're in my life. Now, in this scenario, I had to do it with somebody who's older than me, which is a very hard thing to do um, because it, it means somebody could hate you for standing up to them. I don't want people to hate me. I want to be liked. But you have to take a stand on things, especially if it's something that God has told you personally. Um even those things need to be said. You don't need to avoid them. I mean, it's like, for me, as a believer, telling other people about Christ, it was very hard to talk to Stan about Christ because he rejected me, and I didn't do it a lot. But I did a lot of showing, too. Showing is okay, but you need to also ways, you need to also say stuff. Even if you're not a good communicator, you don't have an excuse. Because God made Moses go do it anyways. Um, and you don't need to lean on your own power. You need to lean on Jesus. Ask him for the words to give you, the words to tell. Um, and here's the answer to one of those questions. Uh, it, the, one, the question at work was, why is this girl going to Uganda? Which, by the way, I don't know about New Temple, um, but from our church... Uh, only ladies are going to Uganda. And I only know of ladies who are going from New Temple. I think they're going together. I think this is like a, a church project that's together with other another church in the area, which I'm just going to tell you, churches don't do that because they like to get credit. So I like it when churches work together. Um, I just do. Uh, uh so the guy at work was saying, well, why don't she go to Inslee? Inslee is close to my house. Uh, and I said, why can't you do both? And his response is, but you need to go to Inslee. And then my response to that is, why don't you go to Inslee? 
and he doesn't do that. And then I say, look, the government is giving people, my guess in Inslee and all over the United States of America, people who are impoverished. Here's the thing, and Jesus said this, there's always going to be poor people in this world. That doesn't mean that we shouldn't look out for them and we shouldn't try to do something for them, but they're always going to be in this world. Nobody's going to 100% fix that problem, I don't think. We don't live in paradise. The only place that will be true is in heaven, I think. That doesn't mean that you shouldn't try to tackle it. It's just, you know, I think it's okay to go to Uganda and do something here. And I think that's what this verse is about. Jerusalem, to me, is your hometown. Judea is around your town town. Samaria is um, further out. And then to the other most parts of the world is it. And that's our call as believers. Uh, Non-believers, I don't know what your call is. You live by a code of something. I don't know what that is. But you live by some code. And this is my confrontation in the midst of all that. I don't think you should call people racial slurs because you can't say that about every person of that race. So you shouldn't call any of them that. And here's the thing, and it's none of my business. People of the race shouldn't call each other that slur also. It used to be common. They say it used to be in the dictionary. It doesn't make it right. I don't do it. I don't carry a Confederate flag. I don't let... There's a student who came to my house to swim, and he brought a Confederate flag. I made him put it up because it might be offensive to my neighbors. The Confederate flag is not for me. It's just not. Uh, You could be white, and you can love it, and love white people and love that whole thing. And hate other people. It's wrong. It's 100% wrong, in my opinion. Live how you want to. Do what you want to. Believe what you want to. It's wrong for me. I give you the freedom and the grace to live however you want to. It's going to get handled in the next life. And I don't think you want to be a hater. I just don't think so. Um, And what's funny to me is this very same person says that word, but they're not mean to the people of that race. And I confronted him on this in the midst of a fuss. I bet your dad said that word too, and you think it's okay to say it. He can do what he wants to. He's a man. He's older than me. He's lived longer on the earth. He believes something that I don't believe. And I give him that freedom. And look, he's not stopping doing it. I'm not going to stop not believing the same thing. He can believe it all he wants to. I don't have to believe it. Uh, And like he doesn't like Abraham Lincoln. I like Abraham Lincoln. I don't care what the other side says about Abraham Lincoln. I'm not saying Abraham Lincoln is perfect. I don't think he's perfect. If I like him as a president, I'm sorry, I do. There's two presidents in America who's tackled race. They both got shot in the head. It's him and John F. Kennedy. See, and I, I wonder if I would vote for John F. Kennedy, that would be the only Democrat that I would have ever voted for um, because I like him. I think he's not like liberals of today. And I'm sorry for calling you a name. I would be, I'm called a name too, and you call me lots of names. Um, but I think John F. Kennedy didn't believe in communism. And I believe many people in that party right now believe in communism. Uh, and I'll give you a for example. Uh, Bernie Sanders, he's a socialist. He believes in socialism. He never had a job in his whole life. He's only had government jobs. One in the city of Vermont or wherever, and then the Senate or the Congress or whatever he is. Uh, He went on his honeymoon to Russia. I don't have anything against Russia, but they're communist. 
that's what they believe. So do they believe that in China? Um, they can believe what they want to. They hate what I believe. Communism hates what I believe. They want to kill people who believe what I believe. But I don't want to kill anybody. Do you know what I'm saying? I don't, I'm not trying to kill anybody. I say believe what you want to believe. Let's, let's, let's let the chips fall where they may and let's go to heaven and let's see what happens. Let's go and see what happens after our, all lights are off in our lives. I bank my life on what I believe. I do. Uh, I know why I'm not a Jehovah's Witness. I know why I'm not a Mormon. I know why I'm not a Catholic. I know why I'm not a Hindu. I know why I'm not throw in your thing. Um, I know why I believe in Jesus. I know why I try to pledge my life to him. Because I believe the last words that he said. I believe the things that he said. I believe that he did the things that he did on this earth. I believe it. And I can hear Rich Mullins singing in my head right now. I believe it. Um, he, he sings the Apostles' Creed, which I didn't know the Apostles' Creed, and it makes me respect Methodists that they, they say this as a, uh, as a part of their worship, I think. I don't know if they still do. Um, it's a, I believe in God the Father, Almighty Maker of heaven, Maker of earth. And in Jesus Christ, His only begotten Son, our Lord. Uh, and it believes more, you know, it says more and more. It, um, you should look it up, Apostles' Creed. Uh, I, I could do that real quick for you, sorry. Yeah, I'm, I'm living in an age where you can do things online like that. Thank the Lord for that. Um, and there's negative that goes with that, too. Because freedom, in freedom... People can pervert freedom. Uh, it happened in America. Um, I can give you a for example if you want me to real quick. Uh, let me type this in. terrorist um, came to America and their belief is they they're um, the Muslim people say the they are the extreme version of the of Muslims um, I, I don't know everything that Muslims believe I know I don't believe the same way they believe I don't believe in going to Mecca I don't believe in any of that uh, sorry I know that makes people want to kill me okay uh, that's the thing about people on the other side sometimes uh, sometimes people on the other side of the argument want to kill off everybody that doesn't believe the same thing they do. They have to. Uh, here's the thing. You people who want to say that America is corrupt and hold you back in America, they don't throw you off buildings if you're that committing that thing that they think sin. FYI. And I don't want that for you either. 9-11 uh, uh, happened in America. 9-11 uh, is when people flew planes into to the World Trade Center. Uh, those terrorists came to America where it's free, where there's freedom. They lived in America. They went to flight school in America, paid money to do it, I'm sure, because we have you know that type of society. Um, and they didn't learn how to land. Now, it's curious to me that nobody noticed that they didn't learn how to land. Um, because they wasn't going to land. And some people don't think the trade towers went down. There's always conspiracy theories on everything. Uh, just another FYI in this world. Uh, so they flew it into buildings, and I woke up when it hit the second tower. 9-11-2001 uh, is when it happened. Uh, also, another terrible thing happened on 9-11 it's the Benghazi thing happened. And it's the reason why I'll never vote for Hillary Clinton or any Clinton 
because um, of what she did in that. And President Obama did something in that. And um, people went on TV that were a part of the administration trying to cover it up and lied. Just my opinion. I apologize. I know I've gotten into politics today. Uh, here's the Apostle Creed. I believe in God the Father, Almighty Maker of heaven, Maker of earth, and in Jesus Christ His only begotten Son. 